0: thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with him and helping you live intentionally for him every day. Hey, in this series we've been looking at God's will. God's will for your job, God's will for singles and marrieds. God's will for dating. We've looked at how we must prioritize knowing God through a personal relationship over knowing his will for our lives. God values us and he wants a relationship with us. This is the reason he sent Jesus to die on the cross, to rescue us and restore our relationship with him. Because we've been rescued and restored, we have purpose, which we'll talk about in the next episode. We also have talked about staying in the Word to know God's will and doing what we already know to be His will. We have emphasized trusting in the goodness of God. In this episode, we look at God's will and suffering. Suffering and evil in this world have caused many to doubt God and several just to completely check out on God. They blame God for all the bad in their lives. At times... It is hard to trust God's goodness and his sovereignty. We might ask, if God is all-powerful, why did he let this happen? Is suffering part of God's will? Our problem with suffering is not an intellectual problem. Usually, it is an emotional problem. But when it is an intellectual problem, we know, we think it is impossible for a good God and suffering to coexist. We think it is improbable that God could have good reasons for permitting evil and suffering. We're not smart enough to figure that out or to answer these questions. We forget that we are finite and our intelligence and insight are limited. So we need to get over ourselves and remember that God's ways are not our ways, that he is bigger than us. The second thing that hinders us from answering is suffering part of God's will. It's an emotional problem. All of us have been hurt because of evil and suffering. So we're emotionally involved. We're emotionally connected. Most of the time when we're emotional, we can't reason. During these times, we let our emotions determine what is true. Until we own our hurts, we'll be irrational. We can't see that God or something bigger can be good. We blame God and we turn bitter. Our finiteness and our emotions keep us from being able to completely understand how a good God that is sovereign can coexist with all the evil and suffering that we see in this world. There's good news. I think the concept of evil and suffering actually helps the argument for God. We would all agree that there is evil and suffering in this world. But if God did not exist, then objective moral values do not exist. There would be nothing to distinguish, distinguish evil from good. But because some things are evil, there has to be something bigger that determines objective moral values. I believe that that is God. I know that this is a quick summary of something deep. But I think it has some major merit. Evil exists... Objective moral values exist, therefore God exists. The Christian doctrine gives answers to the problem of suffering. So let's dig just a little bit deeper. The chief purpose of the Christian life, according to Christian doctrine, is not our happiness. Rather, the chief purpose of life is to know God. We think that happiness is the goal. This is some shallow utopia junk that we've bought into. Now, happiness is not bad. It's just not the ultimate goal. Knowing God is the supreme and ultimate goal. Evil and suffering help us to know God. God did not create evil and suffering. Let's go back to Genesis chapters 1, 2, and 3. The world that God created was good. Everything about it was good, except for the fact that man was alone. Then God fixed that. But humans chose to rebel against God and his boundaries. This introduced evil and suffering into the world. In chapter 3 of Genesis, we see the phrase, Because you have done this. Then God follows that up with the consequences of the evil that humanity introduced into perfect creation. God did not God did not create evil and suffering, but he did permit it. And because everything is under his sovereignty, God can use evil and suffering for good. Look at James chapter 1, 2 and 3. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Or think about Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. God uses the trials and the tests, the evil and the suffering that we experience in this world. He uses them for a purpose. He uses them to help us grow into completeness. to deepen our dependence on him and for the accomplishment of good. The final way that the Christian faith helps us deal with suffering is that one day there will be no more evil. There will be no more suffering. The Bible tells us that one day this world will end and God will restore his kingdom where there shall be no more suffering, no more evil, no more tears. While we are still in this world, there will be evil and suffering. We can choose to own them so that we can be better. Or we can choose to let our trials own us and make us bitter. When you face trials, trust God's sovereignty. Choose to own it so you can move toward healthy. I'm praying for you And hope this episode will help you when you face the evil and suffering in this world. Because they're going to come your way. In the next episode, I guarantee that I'm going to tell you what God's will for your life is. So don't miss it. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.